Om Namo Narayanaya. Namaste. Welcome. Before we go any farther, a little bit of housekeeping. Last week in my live stream, I said I was going to do a show on John DeRuiter, who was arrested, and I was starting a new computer program to do my streaming with. If you've looked for that episode, it's not there. I did a 45-minute episode that took 15 minutes to get live, and then halfway through, I messed up, and I fixed the sound quality, which actually meant I made it worse, and I wiped my own microphone. <laughs> so uh, I deleted the whole thing, and I, I'm not doing it over again. So don't look for it. If you want my thoughts on John DeRuiter, just drop me an email, and I'll let you know. Also, I have decided to duplicate this entire YouTube channel on Spotify as videos or on Anchor Podcasts as an audio, which means you will be getting the um, live stream here on YouTube and then the next day. So it's Saturday at 10 o'clock right now. Tomorrow at some point, I'll be putting it on BitChute, Spotify, and Anchor Podcasts. In addition, and this is the new part, I am duplicating all the other videos that I've done here on YouTube on Spotify. So if you've looked at my other videos, you know that I am reading the scriptures. I have wanted to do this for a while, and I felt God was telling me this is what I have to do, like the Kama Sutra, the Ramayana I'm recording videos for right now, the Bhagavad Gita, the Srimad Bhagavatam. Eventually, I hope to get to the Mahabharata, and the Rig Veda, amongst many others. And I'm reading them, and I roll out a video every other day here on YouTube. And it's just been doing this since uh, April, and it's just an amazing journey. And I'm going to be duplicating all these now on Spotify, except instead of rolling out a video every other day, like I do here on YouTube and on BitChute, I'm going to be uploading the videos after a book is completed you'll get the whole thing in one go. So for example, after I'm done with all of Canto 1 of Srimad Bhagavatam, then it will all go on Spotify. Or all of um, the Kama Sutra will go up. So if you support those you know, forums or whatever, uh, I don't have a Spotify account, I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> I, I never use it, I don't stream music. Uh, but if you are on there, I wanted to make this as accessible as I could. So please look for those things. Okay, now let's dive in to the reason you're here. First, with the Gayatri Mantra. Om Bhavasavaha Tat Savite Varen Yan Bago And now I would like to share a reading, an excerpt from Swami Vivekananda. I do not have the source of this quote, but it is from the biography simply entitled Vivekananda by Swami Nikhilananda. Anything you see Nikhilananda do, just pick it up. He was, he was an amazing writer. He was the head of uh, one of the Swami... Uh, 
Vivekananda Ramakrishna centers in New York City. Actually, the one I didn't go to, <laughs> but he's a, he's a great teacher. So here we go. Be not afraid of anything. You will do marvelous work. The moment you fear, you are nobody. It is fear that is the great cause of misery in the world. It is fear that is the greatest of superstitions. It is fear that is the cause of our woes. And it is fearlessness that brings heaven in the moment. Jai Shri Krishna. That's beautiful. Jai Shri Vivekananda. Jai Shri Ramakrishna. So this past week, the news went out that Tom Verlaine, the guitar player, died. So if you're watching this, you probably know who he is. If you're not interested in him, you're probably just not even going to want to watch something about some guitar player you've never heard of. Tom Verlaine, for those of you who don't know, and welcome to the show anyways, was the guitar player of television back in the 70s in New York City. Television was part of the artsy, poetic, quasi-avant-garde scene that was putting out uh, Blondie, uh, the New York Dolls, uh, bands of that caliber versus the other side of the street, figuratively and literally speaking, that was seeing the punk movement, like the dictators uh, would be a part of, um, you know, the, the angrier music. So television was more the artsy side. Actually, Richard Hell and the Voivods, I would put there too, whose guitar player, Robert Quine, would go on to Lou Reed. I love that style of music. I'm a marathon runner, and I have the New York Dolls on my iPod. So I saw that Tom Verlaine died, and I was like, oh my God, this is a great guitar hero. I must, I must... I must honor his death. I, I actually was kind of shocked by how shocked I was seeing the news. So I got to meet him once. I was standing outside. Uh, what's the huge bookstore in New York City? Totally blanking right now. Um, the big one near Union Square. And he was like three feet away from me looking at the racks of books. And I said to him, wow, there's an interesting marquee moon up in the sky. And he just gave me a side eye because that's the name of their one album. They only have one album. So if you want to check out Tom Verlaine and television, there's only one album to check out from their original time together. And he kind of gave me a side eye and I went, hey, I work for John over at Rocket Scientist Records. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I talked to him at the record fair this weekend. And I said, I know. And we chit-chatted for a few minutes. And I think he forgave me for my sly comment. Very nice guy. And before that, though, I had listened to some television, and he was an original. He was a true original, and that is why I wanted to honor him today, much like Jeff Beck, who just died. These were not guitar players who were looking to be multimillionaires. Maybe not even famous. I really don't even know how famous television really is outside of the music world, even though Tom's death did get into the news. I just really don't know many people who really know television who aren't, you know, it's not like a common name like Axl Rose. But it didn't matter, I think, to him. He did what was inside his soul and he expressed himself 
And it wasn't about what music was on the charts. It wasn't about what would make him popular. It wasn't about who he was playing with or what tour he would do. He lived for self-expression, I, I believe. Yes, at times he may have done things that, you know, brought in people or brought in money because we all want to do that and we want to expand it. But if you listen to his solo albums, and I've been doing that this week, they're just like television. They're absolutely unique. And if you like unique music that is not mainstream, that is very expressive, very funky, wild guitar stuff that's not wild, but just going to totally surprise you, check out television, check out Tom Verlaine's solo stuff. Tom Verlaine should be one of our great guitar heroes. Up there with Slash, Joe Satriani, whatever. He should be one. Jeff Beck, too. Because they made their guitar into an instrument to express themselves. And I believe that is a rarity. So what I'm saying might be hypothetical, but I believe it's also true because I got to meet and spend a little time, a few times, with Billy Ficka, the drummer of television, so Tom Verlaine's bandmate. I was working briefly with a fellow named Uncle Bob NYC, and I'll, I'll put a link into this later. Uh, and he released a video, and I'll link the video to it. When I knew Uncle Bob NYC, he had done this album of his original stuff, and it's really great. I have a copy of it. It's, it's yet to be released, which is too bad because it's really great. The band consists of Uncle Bob on vocals and rhythm guitar, Captain Beefheart's guitar player on lead, wild playing, you know, Sonic Youth is bowing down to this guy, uh, Billy Ficka from television on drums, and the bass player was Sammy Yaffa of Hanoi Rocks. He left. He's the one that left that broke up the band. And later he went into the final Joan Chet and the Blackhearts and then the reunited New York Dolls. I'm sitting in this little apartment, like, I don't know, 20 feet wide with Billy Ficka, Uncle Bob NYC, and Sammy Yaffa. And they're rehearsing the songs that would eventually be the video I'll post up. And I'm watching these guys and I'm videotaping it just for their sake. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. And I never met Sammy again. And actually, I didn't even know anything by him. I had to go and listen to Hanoi Rocks after the fact. And and I'm listening to Billy play like two bongos. And I was like, whoa. And then I went and listened to television. And I'm like, I have been blessed by true artists. I'd hang out with Billy a few times. Uh, he came to the record store. He used to always call me Aaron. And he's done a lot of stuff. Um, but we were at a party once. There was like four of us, Billy, myself, and two guys. Billy was drinking wine. I don't know what I was drinking. Two guys were off snorting something. And it's just Billy and I. And we're sitting there. And he's on a bongo. And I'm on a bass guitar. And we're kind of jamming. And he just starts telling me about television. He goes, yeah, you know, a year after we did our album, I considered myself retired from music. What do you, what do you mean, Billy? You've been very active. He goes, no. I completed my life's mission. Really? What do you tell me about it? And he goes, I had a young lady write me a letter saying she heard Marquee Moon, the album by television, and how 
the beats that I was playing was like nothing she'd ever heard. And it made it completely different. And he goes, when I got that letter, I knew one person got it. They got me because he goes, and I remember him saying to me, I didn't want to play normal beats. I wanted to play something different. I wanted the drums to speak in a way they don't do like a jazz musician. And he goes, that girl got it. And he goes, that day was done. He goes, the band, you know, we never made another album. We broke up later. But he goes, I was fine with that because I had achieved everything I ever wanted to do as a musician. And I'm sitting there drunk and I'm still like, I am in the presence of a true artist. Wow. So when I say that I believe Tom Verlaine was the same way, I think so. I think he was Just hearing what Billy said. And also there's a great tribute from Patti Smith, uh, another person of that music scene who I forgot to mention in the New Yorker, I believe, where she pays tribute to Tom. And it's just, it's a very wonderful literary tribute. And according to uh, Billy, television built the CBGB stage. I don't know if that's true or not, but they wanted a place to play music. And that was, that was a place to do it. So they kind of built up the stage. But these are true, true artists. And, and I, I, I've never forgot that this was almost, gosh, 15 years ago, I, I briefly met Billy and wow. And, and seeing Tom pass, I'm like, we have just lost a true artist. And there are not many of those who followed their heart. And to go back to the Vivekananda quote, they had no fear. They were not afraid of anything. And they did marvelous work. We see so many artists today who try to be brave and they try to be different and they try to be original. And honestly, it looks rather like you're trying too hard to be popular and make money. You, we don't feel it. And then many artists have something original to say and then they get the money and they go in other directions and they lose it. And here are two men that I believe they just didn't. And, and Jeff Beck included on some level. Well, actually, maybe the same level. And I think we can be so inspired by these men. So I just wanted to honor the death of Tom Verlaine, a man who was not afraid I don't know if he was spiritual. I don't know if he was religious or anything. I, I don't really know that much about him. But I hope he found God if he was. He was certainly blessed by God. Whatever form of God he may believe in, if any. So I would now invite you to go on YouTube or wherever and listen to Marquee Moon by television. And send me an email or put a comment on this video or a voice message on uh, uh, Anchor Podcasts and let me know what you think. Or go and listen to some of Tom's solo stuff and let me know. I would love to know what you hear 
And if it inspires you, maybe you don't like it. That's okay. But I'm pretty sure you're going to be like, I've never heard anything like that before. That was that was really interesting. I can't play anything from Marquee Moon here because I'm broadcasting on YouTube and they'll do whatever, even though this channel is not monetized. But I'd rather just avoid that. So I'm just going to say that's your homework assignment. Honor Tom Verlaine by checking out Marquee Moon, a wonderful album that I think has sort of gone forgotten outside of us hardcore music folks. And it should not be. This should be one of our guitar heroes. Absolutely. Absolutely. God bless you, Tom Verlaine. Wherever you are, whatever body you're inhabiting, whatever heaven or hell or Buddhist or whatever place you believe and you have found yourself in, thank you, Tom Verlaine. Thank you for the music. God bless your soul. Harry Krishna. Harry Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Harry Harry, Harry Rama, Harry Rama, Rama Rama, Harry Harry. <laughs>